Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hi, folks, and welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hey, my name is Steve Lacey. And my name is Phil Thompson. We are with JSL Solutions, and uh, we uh, do this uh, Church Solutions Podcast usually every week, although last week we kind of took a break because we we did a little special Christmas video. Yes. Which uh, we didn't actually upload it to our iTunes. So if you listen to iTunes and you missed our little Christmas greeting, you can just go to, I don't know, you can go to newmediaministries.tv or you can go to our YouTube channel, which is Phil Thompson Live. And uh, I don't know where else we're at, but uh, our, our little Christmas greeting was last week and we actually announced the price reduction. For next year, yes. For next year for bandwidth. Yeah, so. We've been working hard and reducing our bandwidth costs, our infrastructure costs, and yeah. Passing on the savings. Yeah, good deal. So uh, that will be in January. If you need more details on that, just uh, contact us. Just go to support at streamingchurch.tv or something like that. So uh, we have been talking over the last several weeks about live encoders. Yes. And we've been primarily looking at software-based, well, not primarily. That's exclusively what we've been looking at. We've looked at what what, how, what kind of encoders have we looked so at? So we looked at, we started with Flash Media Live Encoder, the Adobe product. We went into, um, I think, the Wirecast Encoder, which is a, a uh, another product from Telestream. And we went through the Open Broadcaster mm-hmm. software, which is an open tool, and VidBlaster. Yeah. yeah. So if you missed any of that, you can just go to iTunes, look for Church Solutions Podcast, or again, go to Phil Thompson Live, which is our YouTube channel, or go to newmediaministries.tv. We're all over the map. So so uh, we, we promised that we would cover at least briefly a little bit about the, uh, instead of software-based uh, hardware, uh, boxes, box encoders, yeah. and there's there's Video a number switchers encoders, yeah. yeah, yeah, and there's a number of ones out there, uh, but uh, let, let's talk specifically about one that's pretty well known, and that's the TriCaster. Mm-hmm. TriCaster's been around for quite a while. Actually, uh, my church was using it for several years um, when we started streaming. That was the first encoder that we had was a uh, was a TriCaster. So, uh, and, and that's, uh, TriCaster is generally a, a more of a high ticket item, more, more of a high ticket item. Yeah. It's a, a dedicated hardware item. So, you know, we, the TriCaster is going to be for someone that's got, um, multiple cameras that wants to do a really professional job. Okay. Uh, not that you couldn't with something else, but, um, so, uh, as we're talking about this particular TriCaster, there are numerous models out there. Uh, there's the TriCaster, uh, 40, there's the TriCaster mini HD four. There's the TriCaster mini, mini HD four. I, I think, is that what that is? Uh, TriCaster 410, TriCaster 460, TriCaster 860, TriCaster 8000, and they all come with lots of different prices. Yes, and just to confuse things even more, this is this year's models. Oh, yeah. So uh, in the past, they've got other models. There's probably 
dozens and dozens of different um, TriCaster models and different software versions too. Cause I know the, I had some experience with one of the TriCasters that was purchased in 2009, 2010. So wait, five years ago or so. And some of the ones that have been recently, more recently purchased as I'm working with people over the phone there, I know their, the user interface is completely different than, uh, uh, than what I was looking at. So there's, there can be quite a difference in them. So, uh, first of all, there's lots of differences here and we're going to cover some of this stuff here, but, um, let me, t- and you know, I, I don't, we, we generally push the software. We, we like software based encoders. All right. So I don't mean to sound biased here, but, uh, tell us a little bit about the experience at your church, which actually was my church at the time. And actually I was the one that kind of had to chase down the problems with this, but we had a TriCaster. Yeah, we had a TriCaster. So the, I mean, one of the things that we were looking for, we thought, well, we're going to, you know, we want to go the quality route. We want to create a, a very professional product. Uh, and at the time, this was one of the leading recommendations to buy the dedicated hardware. Okay. So at the time, we spent, I think, between eight and $10,000 right. for this video mixer. I remember that. Yeah. So yeah. it's quite a, you know, it's a pretty significant purchase depending on your church budget. But for us, it was, uh, it was a pretty... It was a pretty big investment. Well, and then, and uh, of course, I, I kind of came on the scene. I, I think I was in Kansas and came back, whatever. And uh, I noticed that with the TriCaster, you also had to have another computer along with it to be able to do your lower thirds. Yeah, they had um, with the TriCaster guys have uh, had a, a, a complementary set of software that was used for your lower thirds and that sort of thing. And to tell you the truth, I was not a big fan. I thought it was right. some of the worst software that I had seen. Yeah. Um, so our setup at um, at our church was we had, which is probably going to be typical with a lot of different churches. Uh, we didn't have a paid AV tech team that were full-time job. We, it was uh, volunteers. I was one of the volunteers. We had a handful of volunteers. And so um, getting into the TriCaster arena, you're, you know, this is going to be for, it's going to take a little bit more skill and training than getting into some of the other, you know, products that we talked about where they said, okay, come in and, you know, push this button, push this button, you're, you're set. This, the TriCasters, typically someone that's going to be, um, you know, in the market for a TriCaster is going to have a, a deeper skill set. It's going to take a little bit more to set up, um, but it's going to be more powerful than some of the setups. One of the things that really sets it apart is there's just a myriad of inputs, even on their low end um, items. There's, there's inputs, lots of camera inputs or audio and video inputs with a bunch of different formats all through, you know, dedicated hardware inputs. Well, and Yeah, I think you hit the nail right on the head, Steve, and that is, uh, you know, for those of you interested in this and have the staff to do it or have somebody that's designated to do it, uh, it it could definitely work really well. Yeah, it could definitely work. So you're going to want to have somebody that's going to be able to invest some time in, you know, for shopping it and then installing it and then getting it set up. So because it's not 
quite as easy to get set up and operating as going the route of buying, you know, getting a computer with some video cards and okay. and getting it installed. Uh, and, and in all fairness to the TriCaster people, I mean, when we you were talking earlier about it, the software that went along with it for the lower thirds, you know, and, and those kind of things was, I mean, that was 2009. Yeah, it was a while ago. It may be, it may be a lot better now, but it was, it was really uh, a painful thing at the time. So, and our experience was, uh, I mean, it worked great for several years as we got into um, different opportunities. You know, streaming has evolved, and so there's different formats and different things you can do. Uh, You know, the iPhone was just getting to the point where you could stream to the iPhone, so you had to. Uh, set up some special configuration to stream to the iPhone. Going back through the Wirecaster or through the TriCaster, uh, it was it's a little tough. It's not that there. Once you get it configured, and you have volunteers to come in to use it, and you can train them. But getting it configured is a little going to take a little more work to set up a special bit rate or a special um, format. We were at the time also streaming to another campus. Right. And so there was a couple of, you know, so we had to go in and, and it was, we were sending actually a windows based streaming format way back then yeah. to the other campus. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, this is, this is somebody, this is uh this is geared for a church that's got a significant budget for doing the AV team, you know, sort of things. Right. You know, somebody's yeah. got, um, upwards of ten to a hundred thousand dollars worth of uh, budget to to dedicate to this. So uh, I and I remember too, and of course again, this is going back two thousand eight, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. I remember to be able at one point to be able to stream to iOS devices, you had to have a specific format, and the TriCaster that that our church had at the time didn't have that format. So we sent right. we sent a stream to a, a computer sitting next to it that had a flash media live encoder on it. And so we sent that. So basically to TriCaster, which, you know, can stream online to Wowza servers and all that stuff. We had to send a signal. It basically was a glorified switcher that, that went into yeah, this computer uh, for flash. We had to set the flash format to H two, six, four and, and uh, the audio. Yeah, you're right. I yeah, completely yeah, forgot yeah. about that. I know we were porting it yeah. over, but I forgot the reason why. And yeah. that was, through the the because when we needed to stream to we wanted to stream to the iOS devices, the TriCaster we had purchased was not capable yeah. of doing it. It was not capable of doing it back then, and we actually had some customers with StreamingChurch.tv, uh, you know, which is one of our companies uh, that we do streaming video for, and uh, we had some customers again that had an older TriCaster and they had the same issue. Right. So we had to recommend, yeah, you need to send it over to a computer that has Flash on right. it so that you can set up your H two six four and and some AAC of the, or whatever. And some of the older TriCasters. The entry level models only did Windows based streaming, yeah, which right. was so you had to buy a, an upper level model to be able to get the the RTMP, the flash based streaming, which is ninety eight percent of the streaming right now. And uh, now, of course, we're talking something here that was uh, five six years ago, roughly. Yeah, so and, we want to be careful. We don't scare people off. Yeah, and, you we, know, they, yeah, they've got all that done. But let me just bring this up, <laughs> and that kind of comes down to it is, you know, when you buy something that's hardware-based like that, it goes obsolete 
sometimes, and well, I don't know if obsolete's the right word, but it goes somewhat outdated. It, it, it ages like a computer ages. At the, yeah. You know, the, what's the, so it's not dog years, but a computer years is what, probably 20 years. to one or so. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's so like, you know, and this was exactly what happened. And again, it, it sounds like we're trash and wire cast. Okay, Maybe I Tricaster, am. Tricaster, yeah. Or, yeah. And I'm, now I'm confused. I'm yeah. with you too. I'm, I'm fighting. I can, I've got a lot of, cons i can talk about but not a lot yeah. we have some pros we should probably go through some of the pros yeah. or well yeah i so i should so i'll wait to tell you what happened uh because i was in on the scene when when the thing crashed and burned but but yeah. let's move on here yeah so this is <laughs> this is a this is an item where um i've got a you know some skilled av people that have some experience okay. and i've got a good budget okay uh, and so we can briefly go through the um you know, one of the things we were talking about before we went on was, uh, you know, TriCaster has a bunch of different models, and I took a snapshot. Right now, they have we've I've listed six of the models, but I think they have a couple of variations of a couple of them. So there's, you know, um, like eight different models right now, mm-hmm. and uh, entry level TriCaster is something they call a TriCaster 40. Okay. And that can be had for around five thousand dollars. Okay, not bad. So yeah, Good. and and it's going to give you multiple audio and video inputs with multiple mm-hmm. formats. As you get up into the more expensive um, TriCasters, they're going to have even more inputs and and, a, and another variety of inputs, including SDI inputs. Right. right. Okay. So the the TriCaster Forty, I think it's got your standard. Um, Composite inputs as well right. as I think an HDMI input on the the lower end. So they've got a a couple of models that I guess would be considered their um, entry level. Okay. And at the um, tri- you know backing up a little bit, TriCaster is produced by a company called NewTek, N E W T E K. So N E W T E K dot com. So you can get a bunch of information there. Uh, they've got a um, handy little PDF document that's that will let you. That asks you a bunch of questions to identify which is the right TriCaster for me. So if you're somebody with a good budget, has some trained, skilled, potentially full-time staff that do, that does this sort of thing, um, then you're going to want to step through those things. So step through that recommendation tool. So okay. let's just go real quick here. So um, the entry levels, they're 5K. They have a what they call a TriCaster Mini. Okay. Which is another desktop-mounted tool right. that uh, is, and is offered for around ten thousand dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that's interesting about the TriCaster is you get this thing booted up and running, and it's it's actually running on top of Windows. Uh, so there's mm-hmm. a Windows interface. So when it boots, it goes through the normal Windows stuff, right. and then gets to the TriCaster interface takes over. So you actually don't. Unless you you know specifically switch out of the TriCaster interface and make it kind of challenging to get back to the Windows stuff, so it's a okay. it's really a computer with some really dedicated AV equipment in it, and it's running Windows and it's running the TriCaster software. The TriCaster software itself, as opposed to what we were doing with the lower thirds tool, is is actually really good. So the the software for it, it you know is easy to use uh, once you've been trained and you know what you're doing a little bit and you can, you can train a volunteer to use it. We did, you know, we had only volunteers in. I used it a few times. Yeah. So you can walk them through and say, you know, here's how you switch videos. Here's how you, Mm -hmm. 
do some other things, but it needs to be you know set up by somebody else, I think. Okay. All right. So going over the models here. So we had the TriCaster 40 and the Mini, which are their entry-level boxes, which I think we probably had an equivalent of one of those, too, just based on the price range. Right. And, you know, the, their market, New Tech's market, is it includes churches, but I think churches probably fall into this lower end. Right. Um, their, I think their primary market is um, higher-level broadcasting companies, not your network television level, but uh, somebody... Yeah, local TV stations. Yeah, local TV. Mobile, they want to go mobile. They want to yeah. go broadcast you know, high school football games or basketball games and... Maybe even, well, I don't know if college would fit into that category. Maybe depending if you have a small school. Maybe. Yeah, or or small production companies. I mean, right. there's, uh, I don't know, some of you may know Leo Laporte, who uh, has a bunch of video and audio podcasts. Yeah. A pretty big setup. Runs, I think, most of his stuff off of TriCaster. But again, he's got a, I don't know, half a million dollar studio that he's running everything out of. So it fits in nicely. So let's just go through... Um, some of the the models here they have a they they have the lower end models and then mid tier models and then all the way up to their TriCaster 8000 which is a sixty thousand dollar nice. um, box. Yeah. So if you sixty grand for the TriCaster 8000. Yes. Okay. You can't quite buy a Corvette for that now, but you used to be able to. You used to be able to buy a Corvette. So, um, and well, that's going to get you as they move up in uh, these price ranges. They're going to give you things like an in um, dual power supplies, right. so a bunch of fault tolerant things, so that you know while you're broadcasting, fail safe deals. Yeah, fail safe yeah. deals that that um, if something was to fail, your your broadcast will go on. Yeah, kind of like a starship, all these different fail safe deals. Yeah, like the Enterprise or whatever. Oh yes. Okay. Okay. So, um, and I think we've talked about some of this stuff. Is you know. You're going to get a professional setup. You're going to have a lot of different choices and a lot of different in video inputs that you can switch from. Yeah. On the on the con, con side, um, <clears throat> this thing is expensive. That's mm -hmm. one of the, the cons. And it's going to take a um, someone that knows their way around the tool to, to get it set up. The Configuring any special settings, you can get in. To, to configure things, but some of the encoding presets, it'll, it'll have a set of maybe 40 different presets that are different bit rates and different resolutions that are preset into the Wirecast, at least the version we were using. And, TriCaster. Yeah. And TriCaster, right. yes. <laughs> and the, the version we were using. But uh, if you, if what you need isn't on that list, you've got to go and configure your own, which kind of gets into the bowels of some of the back-end setup of the tool in order to create okay. a... Right. So it's going to take a, a little bit of work and to get yeah. you know get that set up. Okay. Um, so getting, as, as we talk about the cons here a little bit, as we wrap this up, uh, would this be appropriate to tell my story of how we had a lightning strike? Yeah, that's the church. <laughs> yeah, so it's one of the reasons that I think we're that we lean towards the software-based products. One of the other, you know, one of the primary cons is this thing's expensive, and it's all in one. And if something breaks, it has the potential to take your whole box down. So you can tell your story here. 
Well, uh, I know we, we, you know, in Arizona, Tucson, Arizona, which is uh, where we're at here, uh, we have this thing every year called monsoons, and uh, everybody kind of looks forward to those things, but uh, it does uh, sometimes wreak some havoc as far as uh, lightning strikes and those kind of things, and uh, I've had that happen at our church several times and we got hit probably a lightning strike and we one you know we didn't really know because lightning's going on all the time during monsoon but i think we i think we went to boot it up probably a saturday evening to do our services and uh, the audio was messed up on it i don't think we had any audio if i remember right you can correct me if i'm wrong here uh but uh, we kind of figured out that the, the, the module for the audio had something had happened to it. It had fried or something, and we guessed that it was probably a lightning strike. So we managed to actually make it work. We we ran something. I don't know if it was a different audio. Yeah, did we bypass the audio? Because at the time we were using Flash Media Live Encoder with Encoder, and we may have taken the audio directly into what we did. I think we used another... I think we use something that it wasn't really designed for because because one thing TriCaster does have is is you know these different components and I don't know if we use something for head jacks or what it was but we got it to work and uh, but we knew it wasn't the be- the best thing to do and I it again my my memory's fuzzy because this was a few years ago but um, I do remember that I you know part of my job back then was to oversee all that stuff and uh, I called NewTek. To, to ask them what to do, and they said, "Well, your your model is out of date. It's you know they didn't say obsolete, but they said out of date. It was only like three years old, maybe at the time, maybe two and a half. I don't remember. So that that kind of ticked me off a little bit. And then the other thing was, well, you have to send it back. And I said, okay, so what are we going to use? Can you give us a loaner? And uh, they wouldn't give us a loaner because. Our model was out of date or <laughs> something like that. And, uh, you know, if you work for new tech and you're listening to this, uh, you know, you're feel free to give me some input on this, but, uh, it just was kind of frustrating. And we decided we actually lived with it. We actually kept it working by doing some kind of a workaround on it, yeah. but it was going to be kind of a hassle and we could send it back. I think we ended up having to send it maybe to El Paso. Maybe I, I don't know if we ever were able to send it in cause we needed it to do our yeah, video switching, but there was a place we were going to sell if it was Nevada or somewhere like that. And, and of course the big question mark was, you know, what are we going to use? Is are they going to be able to turn it around get it back to us in time for the weekend? And it didn't look too good at the time. And so we end up kind of limping around and we made it work. And, uh, I don't know what you guys, I, I think you guys kept using it. I, we just kept using it until we replaced on. it with, uh, yeah, I moved on, on to another church, but, uh, now you guys are using, uh, something that's wire case ba- or wire cast based, but, uh, um, yeah, yeah. So it was, and again, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of slamming, yeah. TriCaster here, but yeah. this is one of the things you're going to run into right. usually. And had it been, I mean, it, it is a computer, but it's not your normal computer where you can say, oh, I'll just go pop a hard drive or put a new power supply in or, right. you know, that are just you know, really cheap and really easy to replace or a new um, sound card or something. Right. And it was just not the case. It's This is a specialized piece of equipment that you've got to send off to to their area to get it fixed. And so uh, software-based, you know, which is, again, why we kind of push software-based products is because if your computer goes, yeah, for churches, if your computer crashes, uh, you can always drag another computer in and make a couple quick changes, hopefully, and download the software in just a couple minutes. Yeah, and you're up and running. Usually up and running. So, 
Uh, that's kind of the, the the downside to it. So uh, as we kind of wrap this up, Steve. So really, it's it's we're not saying TriCaster is not a good product. It, it's probably very good. Uh, all these different models you can choose from. It's very professional. And, and as Steve has said from the very beginning, if you have a, des, uh, a dedicated staff that can work with that stuff and feels pretty comfortable around those kind of things, uh, more power to you. You can certainly do a lot of quality stuff. They have virtual sets, although actually some software ones do too. There, there, there's, there's bells and whistles that can, you know, really yeah. help. If you I was you know, independent of the hardware question, the, I think the Wirecast has a, has a better user interface and capabilities than the TriCaster um, user interface and okay. capabilities. But just so, right. But it's not, your computer's not going to have, a half a dozen SDI inputs um, right. that you'll get with the TriCaster. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, sounds good, Steve. I appreciate you, you know, spending some time on this a little bit. And you, you actually drove this, drove a TriCaster. You know, you were the guy, the main guy over there that was using it for quite a while. So you've definitely had the expertise in it. So, um, yeah. So anyhow, you know, when it comes to these live encoders and there's other box encoders out there and, and honestly we could keep going on this subject and we probably won't, but mm. uh, if you do have a, a different encoder, we were just talking about black magic has a ATEM, which uh, when it first came out a couple of years ago, it, it's a great switcher and it's great for in-house kind of streaming. But at the time it was not something that you could stream to Wowza servers with. Uh, although uh, one of our tech guys here, Eric, loved it as far as its capabilities for switching and, and and all that, but it was not compatible with Wowza servers. Now, since then, uh, we're we kind of right before this podcast, we were talking about it, and we can't remember. You seem to think that the newer model does stream, or at least yeah, has an well, add-on. I need to would, do a little. I think it, there's quick a research product. It's yeah. either a, a, a similar model or, or what. But it, I think there's an add-on to it or something yeah. that you can get. We'll have to find out. Uh, but but there are different encoders out there that are box yeah. hardware encoders. Yeah. Is what that's my whole point. That's what I'm trying to say here as we wrap up. Is uh, there's lots of them out there, and we do have some customers using different ones. If you have questions about those, uh, we can certainly dig up some information. Either get some firsthand information from somebody that's using it, or uh, do a little research ourselves. You just send us an email support at streamingchurch.tv and we certainly would be happy to help you all right so i think that just about wraps us up steve sounds good the christmas season is upon us and if you're listening to this these podcasts sometimes have life that go sometimes months and even years but we'll probably take next week off probably take next week off but we do want to wish our friends and our our listeners a very merry christmas and obviously a very happy new year. It's been uh, just a great year for us, and we hope it's been a good year for you. And uh, if we can help you with uh, tech-related things or other church-related uh, questions, uh, we have been involved for a long time. You just send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. Subscribe to our podcast at iTunes. Look for Church Solutions Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, which happens to be under my name, Phil Thompson Live, for YouTube, or uh, take a look at our blog, newmediaministries.tv. And uh, if we can certainly help you with uh, you know, any of your church-related things, we, we want to do that. We, we actually offer uh, several products with JSL Solutions, don't we? Yes, myflock.com, Church App Live, and streamingchurch.tv. And myflock.com is, is actually a, a, a 
kind of a church management system that you can use. Uh, and it also provides you an interact, interactive websites. Churchapplive.com is, of course, mobile apps we offer. And uh, all this stuff is very customizable, too, by the way. And, of course, uh, the flagship product, well, I guess MyFlox is kind of the one that started 14 years ago. But but streamingchurch.tv is, is, is something that's our streaming platform, and we provide streaming video. And, again, that's very highly customizable. So uh, a lot of stuff we offer is very interactive, but it's also easy to customize on your end. Yep, exactly. We can certainly help you, too, on that. So we are available. So, guys, have yourselves a great Christmas and uh, a great day for that matter. And Steve and I will catch you later for another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care.